It is Wednesday the 21st of August, I'm your host Ryan Keir and this is the Quantum Cast. It seems that oil prices have recovered a little bit since the close yesterday, in fact Brent closed at $59.50 and at the moment the price is ranging around $60 to $60.50 and this is on the back of an API report that I believe showed a better draw than expected or just a continuation of draws one of the two really meaning that obviously supply is slowly starting to decrease which is obviously bullish for the asset itself but uh, looking elsewhere in the markets we can see that index futures have bounced back a little bit but who knows whether they can hold until later on in the day because futures have bounced back 30 odd points equating to about 0.3% and that could be on the back of a weaker pound I believe but at the moment there's nothing special really happening on this Wednesday morning aside from our focus stocks which we're going to get into right now so we have results from Costain Group, Cloudby and Robinson PLC so beginning with Costain Group, the interesting thing to note is that this company provides smart infrastructure solutions. So it's not construction, as many people would have been led to believe by the performance in the share price in the recent, uh, in fact, the past 52 weeks. Um, we can see that the company has mentioned that they've improved their first half margins. They've shown a an operating profit of 21.2 million pounds nothing huge I think it's worrying once again 4% margin you might as well call them a construction company to be honest you have a couple of construction companies doing higher than that but as I say smart infrastructure solutions company that's what they are right they're self-proclaimed right so these guys had a margin of about three and a half percent in half one 2018 and now that's at 4%, so it's improved a little bit, yet their underlying operating profit has actually decreased by 2 million. So I assume their revenue has decreased if we can look and find that, yeah. All right, the revenue has decreased from 772 million in half one 2018 to 599 million in half one 2019. So I assume the business hasn't been uh, making enough deals I assume or contracts but one thing we should always remember is certain companies like this hit contracts at different times in the year we've mentioned in the past businesses that have seasonal sales channels and this could be one because I'm pretty sure if we look at half one 2018 earnings and compare them to half two 2018 earnings there would be a variation because say some deals turn out in the balances and some costs may be accounted for before the money actually comes in. So say first half costs are much higher than the second half. In this case, we can see that the company's profit before tax, the underlying before tax, is down a little bit in comparison to the peri previous period, only down about 2 million, <laughs> quote me on that, to uh, 19.5 million pounds. But the reported Profit before tax is 8.4 million, which is a huge drop. I believe they've got some exceptional item 
costs. In fact, they have changed some of their accounting treatments of R&D credits. So I assume that's why they've put that on. That accounts for at least a couple of million. The company's net cash balance has absolutely depreciated. In fact, in half one 2018, it was 77 million pounds, but, but now it's about 40 million pounds. One thing that could be positive though, is that their end of year cash balance in full year 2018 was 118 million pounds. Once again, that whole seasonality side must be taken into account. But looking through their entire uh, report, there aren't many things that would be red flags. I mean, they've mentioned that, uh, yes, their revenues have reduced 22%, and it seems that they've mentioned, in fact, that revenue for the full year is expected to be in the range of 38 to 42 million pounds lower than expected. So this will likely hit their profits. And I guess this is in fact a profit warning, RNS, which is obviously severely worrying for investors. They had in fact mentioned this though in their trading update on the 28th of June, but I believe that they've given a figure now. They said underlying operating profit will be lower and they said they've got a one-off charge of 9.7 million pounds. So the company hasn't released an amazing RNS to say the least. I mean, other variables we can look at, net finance expenses, nothing huge. They're up about 300,000 um, pounds. And I wouldn't say that's severe at all. It's up 300,000 pounds to 1.9 million pounds. And that's on a market cap of 157 million pounds, which isn't bad at all. They closed at around a mid of 144 pence per share. Their 52 week highs are around 450 pence per share. And the lows around about the price right now. So it closed quite bearishly. In fact, in the past month, the price is down about 15% from highs of 171 pence per share. The company is trading on an assumed PE of 11 at the moment, I assume, because let's just say they earn 16 million for the year. But as soon as these kind of companies that have really low margins make losses, well, I need to have a sip of that super malt because <laughs> we don't want to think about that. That's really negative, right? All right, goodness me. When, when Carillion went out of the uh, situation where they were making profits to lose something like two and a half billion pounds with one of exceptional costs, but also a massive net loss on their books, it seemed that... Uh, they were going to fall off a cliff, which they did. Three profit warnings back to back. Net debt going so high to the point where they had to breach their covenants. And they actually went into administration. A company with 10,000 plus employees. Don't forget that nobody is too big to fall. But let's forget about that. They've actually mentioned that their profit before tax should be something like 20 million for the year, which is fair enough. Um, that gives them the P of around 10, in fact. And the order book is up 500,000 pounds, sorry, 500 million pounds to 4.2 billion, which is good. But once again, it depends about the quality of these contracts, whether it's making them a lot of money or losing them a lot of money in many cases. 
And moving on to CloudBuy PLC. This company is an AIM listed share, ticker symbol CBUY or CBUY. Uh, they are a global provider of cloud-based e-commerce marketplaces, business-to-business -business buyers and supplier solutions. This company, in fact, today has announced their unaudited interim results for the six months ended the 30th of June 2019. What we can look at is a lack of mentioning of financial details. Their revenue is up 11% though, and that is up to 538,000 pounds. I find it interesting how they've used 538K instead of an exact figure, but that's fair enough. Their admin expenses are down, operating losses down. <laughs> this, this kind of figure really, really frustrates me, and I'm pretty sure many investors would have seen something. Operating loss. If you're looking at something to show growth, why are you showing an operating loss? People shouldn't even value that. It should be a situation where yes, the company is working towards making a profit. In this situation, the company still lost 652,000 pounds. Yes, in the same period in 2018, they did lose a little bit more than that, 924K as they've mentioned. And they, they've also mentioned including share-based payments. So they've reduced this operating loss by 30% at the moment compared to the, obviously, corresponding period that we've mentioned, half one 2018. They've got some new investment. I think they had uh, an individual called Roberto Silla investing £500,000 in them back in March 2019. They've got cash of around a million pounds, or should we say 1,031k, as they've mentioned here. And this company has a relatively high cash burn rate because let's just assume that they lose at the same rate. In fact, this is much lower than previous losses mentioned in 2018, 2017, etc. So I can only assume that uh, they'll lose about 1 million, at least, if not one and a half million uh, for the entire year. That's the full year 2019. So it seems like this company actually is setting themselves up to raise money because the fact that cash equivalents, a cash and cash equivalents, are reduced uh, in comparison to 1.6 million in the pre previous period mentioned, and uh, I think they've reduced to 1 million. Once again, we've mentioned actually 1,031k as they've used on the 30th of June 2019. This cash burn rate is relatively high, and I assume the company will probably have to raise money sometime down the line, as there aren't really any interesting things to take from this report, in fact. I mean, the cost of sales aren't that high. Admin expenses are quite a lot. Uh, the gross profit for those six months to 30th of June 2019 stood at 512 million pounds but their admin expenses were about 1.1 million pounds. So they easily made a loss. And this has been about the same for the past two years, in fact, if we look back at the previous reports. Not that impressive. The total assets, in fact, of the company uh, equate to 1.4 million pounds. Their liabilities equate to 6.5 million pounds. So it seems that the company 
is only banking on tax credits, but they're not even making any money in the first place. It's not a positive uh, report at all. I mean, there's nothing hugely wrong about it in this sense because the company has already made a loss before. Looking at the company's shares, they traded at a year high of around 3.8 pence per share and their year lows are at 1.8 pence per share. The closing mid, I believe, was around 1.9, 1.95, with a large spread, in fact, bid at 1.8-ish, depending on your size. If you sell a little bit of size, you probably get 1.85, and ask is about two pence per share. The thing is with this company, especially knowing the fact that it is a tech company, and they are providing cloud solutions. There is potential upside if, say, they get a major deal or whatever. The only issue is right now, the market cap's 2.6 million pounds. And in fact, this could be a positive for investors. You could look at this as a sense that, look, risk is likely priced in. Well, they don't have much assets. In fact, their book value in this case is negative. Um, and the only bullish side in this investment is once again a deal or the company somehow making a profit i mean we'd seen i think what was it cltv that they mentioned they made five thousand pounds in profit before tax and i thought wow at least a name company could make a little bit of money but a lot of companies use very cheeky accounting methods they put their placing proceeds as revenues <laughs> How, how can you do that? There are no sales. You're giving away equity of your company and diluting shareholders. That's not revenue, that's not income. But anyways, this company's report, as we've mentioned, wasn't that positive. Um, looking at some other things, they do have quite an expensive finance cost, goodness me. £295 million pounds for six, sorry, 295000 I think I've said million a couple of times instead. 295,000, I've been too used to larger companies as of recent days. 295,000 pounds of a loss. The fact that the company is paying that much in finance expenditure and they're losing about 600,000 odd. In fact, they mentioned that they used 674,000 pounds uh, in the six months of the 30th of June, 2019. So. I believe they've got hmm, around eight and a half, nine months left before they'll have to place or they won't be able to keep the lights out. And these kind of companies do just suspend if they cannot fund their operations. And what if the company were to have CLNs, dilutive financing, they do a consolidation at a higher price, considering their price is about 1.95 now and brokers would likely uh, recommend that it's not really a positive report and i would stay away from this in fact it, me personally that's not any advice obviously but i i'm not looking at this kind of thing right now and finally robinson plc this company is not to be confused with robinson squash right <laughs> if you go onto this company's website you will not find apple or mango flavored squash or whatever you won't find the OG drinks. No, I'm joking. The only OG drink is Super Morton. That's from, I think, Royal Unibrew or something. But 
besides the point, this is a packaging company. Remember, ticker symbol RBN, Robinson PLC. Note squash, just a packaging company. Plastics, think of it. All right, cool. So their revenues in the first half of 2019 are up 9%, higher than the same period last year. And the volume of their trading, in fact, they've mentioned, has increased by about 8%, which is quite decent. They've shown that uh, the Brexit contingency in Venery that had been created in quarter one had helped them a little bit. They're obviously uncertain about what's going to happen. They've shown that uh, they've revised their growth targets. They still want to achieve growth, but I believe they want to target circa 10% annual revenue growth and targeting future year's progress towards pre-exceptional returns in the range of 6 to 8%, which is relatively impressive for this kind of company. They're paying a dividend. I, I don't know how small they are. In fact, um, I'll probably clarify that in a couple of seconds, but the interim dividends at 2.5 pence per share and uh, the executive dates in about eight days time on the 29th of August. Their net borrowings are up a little bit, nothing huge up about £300,000 after an investment in plant and equipment and increased in venery was to provide for the Brexit contingency cover, as we mentioned earlier. They do have quite a focus on paying a dividend. The operating profits before amortisation have improved by about 48%, which is cool. Profit before tax isn't that high at £300,000, but in the previous period, it was about £100,000. So I assume this company is a small cap and it would be fairly valued if it was a couple of million. Um, if it was 10 million plus, it would have a huge PE. But actually, if we look closer into their accounts in terms of assets, we can see net assets of £23 million. And these net assets are up a little bit. And by looking a little bit further, I can conclude that the bank overdrafts have decreased and trade and other payables have also decreased. So if, if people aren't familiar with, obviously you know what bank overdrafts are by now. If you don't, then make sure you don't have one unless you are a business and you're trying to make uh, your outflows and inflows balance at the end of say three odd months time instead of at the end of this month. So what we should be looking at is trading on the payables. Basically, companies need to make sure that they pay out a certain amount to their suppliers and they can get credit. They can tell them, look, all right, we can't pay you now, but we will pay you a certain amount when it comes to, say, 90 days passing. This is almost a, a credit agreement, an agreement where they will agree to pay money later to the suppliers. That's the easiest way. I can explain it. So looking at the company's market cap, they have a market cap of around 12.6 million pounds. Nothing too shabby. The profits really don't work with this kind of company. 100,000 pounds gives it a P of about 120. Not the greatest, but they do have a large amount of net assets. In fact, they're trading at a good discount to net assets. In fact, a discount of around 50% which is quite large um, I assume the company is probably fairly valued 
they'd look to improve their profits to show some growth. Otherwise, I don't really think that uh, they have much upside because that net asset value will likely depreciate if they can't improve their profits. Because anything above 100k is an improvement, below 100k is likely to lead to a net loss. And one-off situations with that kind of profitability could easily affect this company. But anyways, let's quickly look at the shares before we head off today. Uh, the 52-week highs stand at around 87, in fact, 93 pence per share, and the lows are around 60 pence per share. Current price is 76 pence. The past five days, it's down from 84, down about 10%. Uh, in the past six months, they've stuck to a range of 66 to 87. I just assume that this will be a normal report You'll either see people selling off shares or just a continuation in the illiquid nature of this asset. But anyways, I've been your host, Ryan Kier. There won't be a bonus podcast for tonight, but tomorrow and the day after, that's Thursday and Friday, we'll have back-to-back chart packs released for whichever companies we're going to be covering. I've been your host, Ryan Kier. Until next time.